Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota, Gulf Coast Business Supply, and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with uh, Mayor-elect Kenny Holloway and wish him all the luck in the world as he goes into that new seat and tackles, uh, you know, making Ocean Springs the best it can possibly be. It'll be fun to stay in touch with him as we go forward. We'll have Jimmy uh, Rafferty, the mayor-elect from Pastor Shin, here in just a second. Hey, before we we got any further, I wanted to share uh, something that's been in the news the last couple of days. Facebook actually hit a trillion dollars in market cap. Uh, If you forgot what that that really is, market capitalization is actually the, the, the main business term market cap is just you know just shortened version of that but you get it by taking the number of outstanding shares of a company so when someone goes and buys stock there's there's available stock for the public they buy that stock and they they take the in, the entire number of outstanding shares and they multiply that time the current market price so what happened is <clears throat> facebook actually got a favorable ruling in an antitrust case, and what happened as a result of that is it made its stock go up, you know, over four percent, and that's what brought it to uh, what is the uh, trillion dollar club. Um, big tech dominates the trillion dollar club. He, uh, as a result of Facebook hitting a trillion dollar market cap, they're now with Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, and Google's parent company, Alphabet. Uh, I want to point out, though, by the way, that this this case is not over with because essentially what the judge said is that um, the uh, the FTC did not do a good job of, of detailing why they felt that Facebook's practices are monopolistic. In fact, uh, what will happen, I think, is uh, you'll see the FTC go back and provide some more details you have 48 states and territories that have joined uh, the the two lawsuits that are alleging uh, antitrust practices. And, um, you know, we'll see. We also have Congress. And Congress, it looks like Congress is primed to pass some extremely um, restrictive um, uh, pr- uh, uh, antitrust laws, which is going to, I think, create some more opportunities for us to uh, focus on big tech. Look. I have a big issue because, you know, I have said before that Facebook has this incredible, incredibly innovative ability to uh, target ads. But they use that that ad targeting capability to determine our news feeds. And that's a problem. There are incredible unintended consequences that come from that that have been a real threat to, to our uh, to our uh, you know, society, to to our democracy. And uh, I think it needs to be reined in. And uh, I think they've got a tiger by the tail, and they, they honestly don't know what to do with it. So we'll watch, we'll watch the, uh, the turn of events as it relates to the antitrust uh, challenges of Facebook and maybe some other companies before it's over with. And uh, I'll keep you in tune with that. So before we uh, say anything else, let's bring in Jimmy Rafferty, the new mayor-elect of the city of Pascrachan. He took the seat uh, that opened up when uh, when Mayor Chipper McDermott uh, finally retired after a number of years. And without any further ado, let me just say good morning, Jimmy. How are you? Doing fine. Thanks a lot for having me, Ricky. I'm, I'm glad to have you. Okay, so as I mentioned to you, you and I didn't know each other, but I've known your family forever. You, uh, The Rafferty family is sort of synonymous with that part of the coast. Um, you know, Chipper, Chipper, 
had been around for a long time. He he was a terrific mayor, and you get it. You know, as in most of the cities along coastal Mississippi, you get to do the sort of orderly handoff of the baton. Does it feel like you're drinking from a fire hose these days? It, it does because of the fact that I have no political experience at all. I've been in human resources my entire career throughout the world, in New York, Hong Kong, and so forth, but no political experience at all. But fortunately, you know, Chipper has been mayor for 16 years, and he has been, you know, working very closely with me to ensure an orderly uh, transition. Well, that's 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 so uh, good to hear. Um, you know, I would say of Chipper that he was one of the most passionate mayors on the coast because when he became mayor in Pascashan, not long after Katrina, the city still had a lot of challenges. And he was a fighter, wasn't he? I mean, he just fought for attention and for resources. And he was so passionate, as I'm sure you're passionate, but just, just reflecting for a bit on Chipper, we were lucky to have him in that moment, weren't we? Very much so, because, you know, I'm going to have some very big shoes to fill because, you know, there's no one who has as much energy as Chipper. And, and, and he is a fighter. And but then again, I think everything that I'm hoping to do is going to leverage off of all of the great work that he's done. So you, you take office tomorrow and we'll talk about we'll talk about how you plan to leverage your 35 years of global business experience and all the other things that you want to do to make the city a better place. But let's kind of take a step back for a second. Tell me sort of what you know, what your what your path was, what brought you to New York? How did you get into global uh, business dealings? Let's talk about that just a bit. Well, I was working for the Whitney Bank in New Orleans and when I visited New York in early 1987. And Michael Milken made $650 million. And I thought if I could go up there and make a fraction of that, I would do quite well. Well, I went up there, you know, thinking I would be an investment banker. And that didn't quite pan out. But I got an opportunity to go to work for Goldman Sachs, starting out a, 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 as a compensation analyst. Worked my way up in New York and then got promoted to VP. And then they sent me to Hong Kong for two years, during which time I opened up their offices in Beijing, Shanghai, and Seoul. So, you know, I have a lot of global HR experience and, 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 and what HR in essence is, it's bringing people together. I spent my, roughly my first 10 years in the financial services industry, then the next 10 years in the pharmaceutical industry, worked for a pharmacy in Upjohn, which became, which became Pfizer, and then Novartis, opened up Novartis's R&D facility in Shanghai, spent a lot of time in Switzerland, negotiated with labor unions in Vienna, Austria, so a lot of experience. And then returned back to the coast in roughly 2014, my wife and I renovated a home here in Pascashan, which is my hometown. Uh, my grandfather was even the, the, the town mayor back in 1936 here in town. And so a big legacy in town. And unfortunately, I lost my wife to cancer a couple of years ago. And I've been looking for a purpose. And with Chipper retiring, it was just a perfect opportunity to see how I can give back. And I've been very excited. It's just amazing the team that I managed to get behind me. And it was just an unbelievable grassroots effort. Well, first of all, let me acknowledge first, um, you know, send my condolences for the loss of your wife. Um, but, you know, from from the uh, from challenges like that, people can find what their purpose is. And I, I want to congratulate you on, you know, you know, being a first time political person. I mean, to, to, to say, OK, I'm going to go from this world that I came from and I'm going to to run to be the mayor of the city I love. And I congratulate you for finding that place. And, and I, I, you know, Jimmy, it's going to be probably one of the most exciting things you've ever done in one of the most you know wonderful cities in coastal Mississippi. You probably see it that way, don't you? 
Yes. Well, you know, of course, born and raised here, moved away, got great experience. And then, you know, large part of my career, couldn't wait to move back, you know. And then when I had the opportunity to come back and what's been so amazing is just engaging, you know, with people out in the community. And I've been engaging, you know, with every part of the community, the black community, the Vietnamese community and so forth, because one of my major objectives and one of the things I'm most proud of is seeing how we can make Pastor Shan a much more inclusive place to live, work and play. And what I'd like to do is to set the right sort of example, percolate it up and, and percolate it out. Because as I said in a number of my campaign uh, literatures that was sent out to employ and to, 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 to um, people in town was I'm a firm believer in conservatism with courtesy. And that's really what, what I'm all about. You know, I think that's such a great message. And, you know, it's, it's a shame. And you and I talked about this a little bit when we spoke by phone before the, before the election. And that is that we live in a world where everyone is so divided. Yeah. And uh, if you're a Republican, you're supposed to you know, believe these certain things. And if you're a Democrat, you're supposed to believe these certain things. When, in fact, most Americans are somewhere in the middle. Most Americans can have conservative values when it comes to things like, like business practices and things like that. That doesn't mean that they still can't believe in inclusiveness. That still doesn't mean they don't, they, they're not compassionate people that really want to bring people in to the tent so that they can have a voice in their community. And I look forward to watching you as you go forward with that, with that goal in a way that is hopefully not polarizing, that, it, that, it, that is truly about finding that middle ground that people can be included in. And I, I, I remember you talking to me about that on the phone, and you were very passionate about that, and you still are, aren't you? Very much so. Last week, I had a number of senior black leaders over to my house and they said, you know, this is the first time a white mayor has ever done that, invited black people into their home. And tonight I'm going to one of their homes tonight to meet with a group. So I think that's what it's all about. I want to hear, you know, what their concerns are. But 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 what I want is I don't, just don't want to hear complaints. I, I want to hear, you know, what, what the issues are, but also give me some solutions and let's work together. Let's form a partnership because that's how we're going to get things done, because we have a lot of challenges here in the past. We're only six miles long and one mile wide, and a lot of the city is in a flood zone. And unfortunately, a lot of that city is in the predominantly black areas. So we got to find a way to be able to develop those areas. So that's one of the things I'm going to do is get in and, and see if we can find some ways to develop those areas. We're talking to uh, mayor-elect Jimmy Rafferty for the city of Pasquashani. He becomes mayor tomorrow, tomorrow. Uh, when we come back, um, I want to talk just a little bit more about your career, and then we'll come back and, uh, and talk about some of the things that you're hoping to accomplish as mayor. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Jimmy Rafferty. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Look, 
There are so many amazing cities along coastal Mississippi. We are so lucky. Each has its own unique sense of place, and it's the collection of those communities that make coastal Mississippi as an entity such a wonderful place to live, work, and play and visit. I mean, people love to come here, and uh, we'll be talking a lot about those cities as we continue our conversation with mayors over the next several weeks. But in the case of Jimmy Rafferty, the mayor-elect for the city of Pastor Christian, who takes office tomorrow. You know, one of the things that occurs to me, uh, Jimmy, when we think about past Christian from this point forward, I think some people are going to have to reprogram their their brains not to immediately say chipper. I mean, because chipper and past Christian have become sort of synonymous. Um, has anyone called you chipper yet? Not, not chipper, but as I mentioned earlier, I just have some large shoes to fill because Chipper was about as accommodating as any mayor, and, 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 and almost everyone in town had his cell phone number, and they could contact him at any time, and that's the kind of person he was. And, of course, you know, I'm going to have some challenges moving into that kind of role, but I also see some opportunities. Hey, so I mentioned before we went to break, I wanted to mention just a couple of quick things. Um, your time uh, at Goldman Sachs, for example, back in the day when I was leading some projects for Knight Ritter, the company that used to own the Sun-Herald, we spent some time at Knight Ritter Financial up in New York and uh, had the opportunity to go to the trading floor of, um, of uh, Goldman Sachs and spend some time there and sort of get a sense of how they used information, et cetera. Uh, I have two brother-in-laws. You said you worked for Novartis. I have two brother-in-laws that today work as national managers for Novartis today. Man, is that that's a powerhouse company, it isn't is. it? It is. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, and, uh, and, and then again, global company. You know, they, they yeah, sell, you know, wherever the mail goes, Novartis has a presence. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was about to say. The, the global the global aspect of what they do is incredible. And the amount of money they spend on R&D is incredible. But you're, you know, you really had the opportunity to travel the world and spend time in so many different places. And that perspective really helps you, doesn't it? When you come back, even though you're coming back home, it gives you a sort of a broader view of what is possible and how Pastor Christian fits into the bigger picture. And that's helpful to you as a leader, isn't it? Uh, of course, just the fact that I've lived outside of this area, I just think that you know there, there are different ways of doing things. You know, it's not as though you just grew up doing one thing one way. You know, there are other ways of doing it. You know, plan A doesn't work to try plan B and you keep going till you find a solution. And I'm a firm believer that there's a solution to every problem. You just gotta keep looking until you find it. There is a solution to every problem, and uh, you know, unfortunately, too often in public life, we don't search for that solution. There's just it ends up becoming sort of a, a loggerhead moment. But hopefully, you and your ability to sort of reach out and include people in the conversation, so that you know, the, the thing about local, whether you're talking local or nationally, is that. The, the democratic process is about people being included in the process. And the more voices you have, the better the outcome is going to be. At some point, the, the mayor and, and, uh, and the people who work around you and the council are going to have to make decisions. And that's, that's sort of the way this works. And it helps to have someone like you that has that perspective. I know it does. Hey, listen, as you've been drinking from the fire hose and you get ready to take office tomorrow, what is like number one on your list that you want to accomplish? Well, well, they have parts of Pass Christian that are still undeveloped 16 years after Katrina. In downtown Pass Christian, we have a, a lot of empty space, and that's not doing anyone any good. You know, we're not getting any taxes and so forth. So the first thing I would like to do 
is to develop very nice housing in downtown Pastor Shan. And then what that would do is that would then enable people to walk into town, service our existing local businesses, and then attract in new small businesses. I mean, Pastor Shan over the years has been one of the most premier residential communities on the coast. You know, this is dating back to the 1800s where we had these big, you know, Victoria, Victorian hotels and all. It was a big place for uh, vacationers from New Orleans to settle. And so this is, we want to keep it that way. And, and what I'm saying, what, what I'm envisioning would be, it's called measured growth. And we want to have, you know, we, we, we need more people though to service those businesses, but we want to attract in additional small businesses to keep that sort of, uh, you know, the feeling the way we have it right now, that Pastor Shan is a great place to live. Yeah, you know, too often people think of maintaining a sense of place means you can't change. But if you make, take the point of view that you can't change, then you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you could really meet some big challenges financially and otherwise in the future. So I think the cities that are most successful in coastal Mississippi have a good sense of what their identity is. They have a good sense of what their sense of place is. And then they're able to say, okay, we're going to develop within that context because de development is key to our success. And, um, and uh, you know, I think, I think that's going to be key going forward. If you think, if you go into downtown Pasco Shandanao, su such a walkable, beautiful community, and you're right, it has always had this this uh, reputation as a residential community. Jimmy, we're going to continue to have conversations as we go forward, but I'm going to give you a chance in this less than a minute we have left to, to have a last word. Well, here again, I mean, we, we, we just need to develop, you know, these downtown areas, which will then, you know, expand our tax base. And then that will allow us to invest in the other parts of the, of the town. As I mentioned earlier, you know, we have some areas of the town that need to be developed. They're just in flood prone areas. So, you know, they have FEMA regulations and so forth, but, you know, I'm determined to, to work with, uh, you know, the, the landowners, developers and so forth to see if we can come up with a solution. I, I know you will. Hey, listen, uh, good luck to you. And uh, we'll stay in touch. I look forward to talking to you in maybe a month or so and uh, just see how things are going. Appreciate Great. it, buddy. Thank you. Thank you very much and the best of luck to you as well. You bet, buddy. Thank you very much. This has been uh, Mayor-elect Jimmy Rafferty from the city of Pascrishan. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.